Hello, this is the first of five days of daily devotions specifically devoted to Pentecost. Uh, this last Sunday, uh, we uh, marked uh, Ascension Sunday. It took place actually on Wednesday, but Ascension Sunday marks this journey from Easter to uh, Passover to Pentecost. And so we're almost there. This coming Sunday, June 5th, will be Pentecost Sunday. And I thought we would uh, spend five days talking through some of what the Scripture shares on that topic. Acts chapter 1 and chapter 2 very specifically deals with that passage or part of our spiritual journey. And, and I thought it would be useful uh, to talk about one or two of the things that took place in the upper room, other than just the outpouring of the Holy Spirit and that thing with the tongues of fire. Uh, we've, we, we very easily uh, only quote that part of the upper room, but there were other things happening in the upper room. And when Christians talk about upper room experiences, I often wonder, do we include these other things, conversations, decisions that took place in the upper room? So let's read Acts chapter 1 this morning from verse 12 on our devotion. It says this, Then the apostles returned to Jerusalem from the hill called the Mount of Olives, um, a, Sabbath, a Sabbath day's walk from the city. And when they arrived, they went upstairs to the room where they were staying. And there present was Peter, James, uh, uh, John, Andrew, Philip, uh, Thomas, Bartholomew, Matthew, James, the son of Alphaeus and Simon, the zealot, and Judas, son of James. They all joined together uh, 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 constantly in prayer, along with a woman, Mary, the mother of Jesus, and his uh, brothers. And verse 15 says, In those days Peter stood up among the believers, a group numbering about 120, and said, Brothers and sisters, the scripture had to be fulfilled in which the Holy Spirit spoke long ago through David concerning Judas, who served as a guard for those uh, who arrested Jesus. Uh, he was one of the number and shared in our ministry. I find it remarkable that it starts out in the upper room with a conversation about Judas. But I do think it's worth a pause and a conversation. As they were gathered together and they were reflecting on the incidents of the last few weeks and perhaps the last month or two, Christ crucified, uh, Christ resurrected, the stories, the rumors, the meeting with him in his resurrection form, and the instruction from Jesus as he ascended to wait and not proceed until they had received the Holy Spirit. That while they were hanging out, 120 of them in the upper room, the topic of Judas comes up. And a really interesting thing takes place. They make a decision that his role should be replaced. And if you know the rest of the passage of Scripture, there is this discussion about uh, who was there from the beginning, from the baptism of Jesus. Are there other people out there who've seen and heard what we've seen and heard? Let's put someone else in his role to continue with the mission uh, that um, the apostles were given. And I love this idea uh, as part of Pentecost. The idea that we should settle old things and resolve them. The idea that we should start new things and pick up where things were left off or perhaps where things were broken. And the idea that if we look around, we'll find there are other people who hold to the same faith and believe in the same things planted by God all over the place to pick up where others left off. I like the idea of finishing a story that may look like it ended badly, but that God has this incredible way of putting people in our path to pick up and carry on. Today, I want to remind you as you prepare your heart for Pentecost and make room for the Holy Spirit that there may be some things unsettled in your life that should be settled now. 
Some things that, like Scripture says, when you offer your gift to the Lord and know you have something against the brother, go sort the thing out and then offer your gift to the Lord. This idea that they were almost purging their hearts of disappointment and purging their hearts of the frustrations of the Judas story and looking around and finding other people and believing again for something big and bright in the future and then inviting people to join the cause. I want to invite you today to... um, settle unsettled things and to draw a line uh, under some things and start fresh and to invite new people into the journey and into the story that some things come to an end sometimes abruptly and God wants to start new things. I think it's quite beautiful that before the fire of the Holy Spirit and all that incredible, almost emotional encounter and spirit that takes place in chapter two, they just sorted out basic stuff in chapter one. They even voted. They actually cost lots, the Bible said. They found two people there. It was more than enough, and they had to pick one. And um, they, they ultimately settled uh, on, on Matthias uh, to uh, carry on the mission of Judas. I, I think sometimes we get very, very spiritual, look for very powerful encounters, and then we leave very practical things unsettled. SMSs that need to be replied to and apologies that need to be tendered and Forgiveness that needs to be given and cleaning up some decisions that have been left unresolved. And maybe instead of waiting for the Holy Spirit to move us to do something, we ought to just do it in the waiting. That sometimes waiting is a great opportunity to pack things away. Have you ever waited for a guest to pop in for a visit? Don't you have the tendency while waiting to put things in order? To put something away uh, in a cupboard that you're not using anymore, to clean up a little uh, there at the front door where they're likely to walk in, to make sure that things line up and picture frames are straight for whatever your OCD tendency is in the waiting, uh, the fixing. And I thought perhaps in our waiting, the putting of things right and the settling of things and the resolving of things, I think is a very powerful thing. So this morning, we're going to pray and ask the Holy Spirit to settle matters in our hearts, to start new things, and to look around and bring new people into the journey with us. Shall we take a moment to pray? And I'll look forward to spending the rest of the week with you all the way till Friday and into Pentecost Sunday on this topic. Let's pray. So Lord, thank you so very much for the remarkable thing that you do in our lives by the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. While we wait, will you help us settle matters? Will you help us conclude things, draw lines under uh, situations? Will you open our hearts to fresh possibilities, to picking up where we left off, to inviting new people into the conversation? Will you teach us that that in the upper room, it's not all doom and gloom, that we don't just wait for a special emotional moment or a spiritual moment, but that we can get practical and intentional. And will you please teach us to do that this week, this day, Will we resolve things that need to be resolved today? Holy Spirit, will you make that possible for us? In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.